2: Howdy there, and welcome to the nonsense bazaar. We're your hosts. I'm Willow Truman.
1: And I'm Sequoia Kennedy.
2: And thank you for joining us on another nonsense-filled journey through our bizarre reality. Yes. Um, how are you feeling? I feel like shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty delirious.
1: Yeah.
2: I uh, I woke up at one a.m. Yeah. That's probably the earliest I've ever woken up.
1: It's not even early. That's late.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's so early that it's late.
1: Yeah. It's not. That's in the middle um, of the night.
2: Which is perfect because, like, what the fuck? I know, like, so whoever's read the title of this episode, right? Yeah. You're probably like, Benadryl? Really? <clears> How are you guys going to do an episode on Benadryl? Or maybe. Maybe you know exactly why we're talking about Benadryl, because like you're probably smiling to yourself if you know, because, you know, the secret secret that on every drugstore shelf lurks a portal to a hellish alternate dimension named Iriel, where godlike spider entities dwell and some dude named the hat man and maybe your dead relatives, except it's not really them. It's just something wearing their skin.
1: Every every drugstore shelf in America.
2: Yeah, pretty much. So, okay. As long as they sell Benadryl or Sequel, <laughs> it's right there. The portal's right there. And once you've gone to Iriel, the, the Benadryl portal to hell, yeah. some come back, some don't. Oh, no. But for those who do, reality is never the same again because of fucking fucked them up. Now they have to have a catheter for the rest of their life. Jesus, they've got early onset dementia. Jesus, and even though they've sobered, they've sobered up. The Jesus. imaginary bugs will not go away. Their trip is now everlasting.
1: Oh God,
2: that's right. <sighs> I know. Well, Fucking Benadryl too. Like, well,
1: Okay, here's the thing. I've gotten high on Benadryl once and now I'm terrified that my kidneys are fucked and then I've got dementia. No, you're good. Okay. You're good. It was one time and I was like 15.
2: Yeah, you did a, you were, it was a low dose too.
1: Yeah, I think it was like 250 milligrams or Not something Not a like big that. deal. You're good. Okay.
2: You're all set.
1: God. And like my parents caught me and it was so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm reliving just so much shame and awfulness.
2: Oh, yeah. Right now, but we, we've all got lots of shame within us. Yeah. Sure.
1: Yeah.
2: That stupid shit we did as teenagers. Yeah. Do you remember uh, Paracelsus?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We
2: brought him up in our Faye episode. You make Benadryl? No, but <laughs> you know, there's this term that's pretty popular uh, the dose makes the poison.
1: Yes. Yes. He's, that's Paracelsus term. He's
2: the guy that's credited for that. Yeah. Amongst many other things. And yeah. well, yeah, that statement is pretty much true here and everywhere else. Yeah. You know? Like too much of anything will kill you. Will fucking kill you if you don't water. know the right dose. Water, too much water. Too kill much you dead. water will kill you. Yeah, but you also need water to survive. Yes. So yeah, the the dose makes the poison. So basically, like I'm not saying don't do Benadryl.
1: Don't get high on Benadryl.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> like if you're having an allergic reaction, take the recommended dose. Yeah, sure, but. I I just want to make a disclaimer right off the bat. Don't do Benadryl like this, like we're going to talk about. Yeah. It's not fun. No. It's going to fuck your body and brain up. Yeah. And it doesn't even have any magical or spiritual benefits, unlike eating poop.
0: Guess what, people? (laughs) This is what you must understand. There
2: are excellent benefits in eating poop.
1: There are no benefits to eating Benadryl.
2: No, like none. Like really, it's <laughs> not even good for what it's recommended for, which I'm going to talk about in yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not even really that great at treating allergies or anything.
1: But lest lest you think we're some fucking prudes, who have lost our way. No, no, no. This is <laughs> no. wild as fuck.
2: Yo, yeah. I had oh, no idea yeah. even. It's super wild. <laughs> so now we're gonna do what we do. Yeah. We're gonna pull some tarot cards and see what the cards have to say. What's the card? The cad fucking cat.
1: Fish divination.
2: <laughs> temperance. Oh, that's fucking perfect. That is. It's really perfect. That is. The dose makes the poison, folks. Yeah, that's true. Even- it couldn't be hmm. more clear. Okay. I mean,
1: temperance also refers to um, in the Thoth deck, It's that's the card of art, which refers to the re- ah. uh, recombination process. Yeah. Uh, after the The whole dissolving. No, it's going to be
2: a very interesting card to talk about at the end of this episode, for sure. For sure. Because it's like this angel being, which is like this thing that exists between realms, right? You know, which we'll see a lot of. Okay.
1: All right. Well, let's get into it.
2: Let's get into it. It's yeah. so, sick. so I made that little track, um, inspired by the experience of taking too much Benadryl because I too have done that. <laughs> I have to, with full discretion. <laughs> oh, I, I okay. Um, let
1: me embarrass myself for a fucking week talking about this. <laughs> Christ.
2: Yeah. And it really is that like that glitchy, like you fucking yeah. like, gl- it, it, yeah. reality fucking glitches out. Yeah.
1: yeah. Dude. Oh man. That, that fucking glitchy wiggly synth.
2: Yeah, oh, I yeah love you that. like I that? Lo- I love that. You shit. like that? I, I enjoyed that making shit. it. I haven't Fuck made yeah. any music in in a while. And yeah, it was fun to like sit down and I don't know. Uh,
1: I was I was I was playing last night. I had my uh, oh I sent my mando going. Fuck uh, yeah! I've got some tracks on there. I forgot about.
2: I have yeah. some tracks. <laughs>
1: like
2: yeah, you're a talented musician. Yeah, got to <laughs> slap some of those tracks. on God, I
1: got to get them into my computer and out of my synth workstation. Yes. Yeah.
2: So. Before we get into like the absolutely bonkers, crazy shit, trip report stuff, yeah. I want to talk about the chemical composition of Benadryl itself Okay. so we can like just have an yeah, understanding yeah, yeah. of what drug class it is, how it works within the body.
1: These things are all very interesting.
2: Yes, because it causes such a distortion of reality. It's interesting to know like, how does Why? it work? Yeah, Why? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, What does it act upon that it does that?
1: <laughs> Allergy medication in general- yeah. Because the other one, mm-hmm. it's fucking like the pseudoephedrine. Yeah. Which is the precursor for fucking methamphetamine. It's an, it's an amphetamine. Right. Like, and that's the only one that works. That other, without the pseudoephedrine, fuck that. It's
2: right. Even- and of course, we'll just acknowledge that we know about robo tripping. We know about DXM. Yeah. That's, yeah, a, that's, different that's, a, different that's a different That's thing. a
1: different fucking That's a different thing. That's a different thing.
2: Okay. But they're both delirians. But one of them, DXM is much more friendly. Is it? Yeah, then this. Okay. Oh yeah. So uh from here on out, we're going to refer to the substance as DPH. DPH, yes. Or diphenhydramine. Yes. Diphenhydramine. Yeah. Uh,
1: is that is that what was going on in the Yeah,
2: it was going it was going on under that track. You'll you'll hear it. Yeah. Since, you know, like it's not just sold under the name Benadryl. You'll right. find diphenhydramine as an active ingredient in a lot of things. You'll find it in a store brand, ZZ Quill, Tylenol PM, Nitol, a bunch of names.
1: Right. Now, um, Benadryl my, it, I know in like Tylenol PM it will come with like acetaminophen, which yeah. if you over you won't be able to
2: Yeah, you'll, you cannot. You'll, you got to take it if you're going to
1: You will die. Yes. If you take more even if you take, like, a little bit more acetaminophen yeah. than you should and then, like, drink with that, like, you'll fuck up your liver. Don't fucking do that. Yeah. God, I'm, gonna, I'm turning into an old man for this. We're doing a drug episode. No, I'm but I'm it's true. It's, a- like,
2: really dangerous. <laughs> and there's way better ways to have fun yeah. go into a trance state. Oh, my God. And, like, if you want to go to the astral realm, there's ways to do it without fucking up your brain and body forever. You will die. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, diphenhydramine is a deliriant, ah, which is a subclass of hallucinogens. Yes. So it's like, you know how the Kabbalistic Tree of Life has the klepoth, which is like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like the, shell. the upside down version of it, basically. <laughs> well, not in a way, quite, not yeah.
1: quite, but
2: yeah. Well, deliriance and like DPH is. Like the clip off to LSD, like if LSD was the tree of life. Yeah. It's, you it's, know? it's
1: almost like the reflection of it. Yeah. It's almost like deliriums are like what they told you psychedelics were.
2: Yes. And yeah. instead of things becoming colorful, things become black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Things become monochrome.
1: Yeah. And you totally like you see shit that just is not there.
2: Right. So you get very disassociated too. Yeah. Like, you almost, you forget that you even took anything. Right. Basically, it's just not pleasant.
1: It's just not pleasant. Yeah. yeah no, it makes you literally crazy, and it puts you into psychosis. Right. Out. Yeah.
2: So, Benadryl was first made in, I think, the 1930s. It was a first-generation antihistamine used for, it's used for a variety of reasons. Sure. You know, Benadryl, you can use it for allergic reactions. Uh, you could use it for- Motion sickness. Yeah. Um, vertigo. Um in, Insomnia. Yes. Yeah. Some people take it for sleep, not recommended for that. Most yeah. doctors will say D- don't don't do that. Yeah. Also like something you need to know about first generation antihistamines is that they're not as good as second generation ones. Basically, first generation antihistamines, they didn't really know how to target specific pathways in right. the body, so it's kind of just like they're throwing out a a broad
1: the, the antihistamine aspect is just a a it's a bonus side effect. It's a it's a nice right. side effect. So of what it actually it affects does. a
2: bunch of parts of the body other than the ones that you're trying to target. Right, right. It's it's not good at targeting the thing that you're trying to do, right? Yeah. So just it's not an effective medication at at what it's it's said yeah. it's for. You can definitely get better stuff, like even Zyrtec yeah, you know, is gonna be more effective. Yeah. So, in addition to being an antihistamine, and this is more important than it being an antihistamine, diphenhydramine, DPH, is also an anticholinergic. Okay. Which means that it helps to block acetylcholine receptors.
1: What is acetylcholine?
2: Yeah. It's a neurotransmitter. Actually, it's the chief neurotransmitter of the parasympathetic nervous system, which means that it like it helps contract smooth muscles like in your nose and your mouth like
1: parasympathetic nervous system.
2: What uh-huh. does that mean?
1: Is that like your your subroutines, like the uh, subconscious rest and digest? Shit? Okay,
2: like all of that stuff. The things Di- you're not conscious of. Dilating blood vessels, um, bodily secretions, slowing your heart rate, like ca- how, calming yourself down. Okay, you know, like those things that we do to regulate our bodies.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, it regulates our rest and digest system. So without acetylcholine, we're basically in a constant state of fight or flight.
1: Maybe I permanently did fuck myself up.
2: No, you didn't. <laughs> I know. You took too low of a dose.
1: No, I know. Um, I'm just, I'm always in a state of fight or
2: flight. <laughs> yeah. Also, people with Alzheimer's and dementia have okay. lower
1: amounts of acetylcholine? Yes. Okay.
2: Correct. Yeah.
1: I was just reading about acetylcholine. I forget why. Is it fish oil? Does that boost? I don't know. Never mind.
2: I don't know. So it's like, why would an allergy medication target this neurotransmitter that's responsible for all of these different things in your body and like is basically one of the most important things in your nervous system?
1: Is it because allergic reactions are part of the parasympathetic nervous system that we just blocks our response to those triggers i don't know okay
2: (laughs) so what when you block acetylcholine receptors what it makes your body do is like dry up basically oh yeah okay like it becomes harder to pee harder to sweat okay um you get really like thirsty so when you have allergies, it makes your eyes and nose a little runny, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how about we just dry you up with some anticholinergic? <laughs> no, literally, like, that's I don't, the yeah, Then it I, does I, I, all I, I... of this other shit to yeah. you that you wouldn't want to happen ever. Yeah, it just... <laughs> yeah. So not only does it make you super dehydrated, it also makes you really thirsty. So you have to pee all the time, but then you, like, can't pee. Oh, my God. So which is awful. If you've ever had a UTI, which I feel no. like is more common with women. Yeah. And it's f- it's fucking awful, man. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Like imagine having to pee really badly, but you can't. Uh, and you're just stuck that way for uh, like days. Uh, yeah. You can't do anything. It's uh, impossible to do anything. So it's like inflicting that upon yourself. Oh my God. Also it fucks your heartbeat up. Uh, like your heartbeat is going crazy. So, yeah, you you can't regulate your heart rate to calm yourself down. And then you're also hallucinating all these scary things like spider demons. So oh you're, you're anxious as fuck and oh. you can't even calm yourself down because you do, your acetylcholine receptors are blocked. Oh, my you God. You can't get the thing that helps you calm down. So you're just constantly in a state of doom and panic. Fuck. And you're thirsty and you can't quench the <laughs> thirst and and you can't sweat and like, so you're essentially temporarily giving yourself a terrifying and debilitating neurological condition.
1: Okay. Cause you said like, this is all, Alzheimer's and dementia too, right? Yes. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, we need to legalize all drugs. <laughs> I know. Holy like, shit.
2: There was way too many trip reports from teenagers and, yeah. and non-teenagers that were like, well, I ran out of weed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they, and I'm like, what? would well, don't do this. shit to your kids. Jesus Christ. Have my a beer, man. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Eat some acid. Holy <laughs> fuck.
2: <laughs> Another interesting fact that I learned about anticholinergics is that we have these, we have two different types of anticholinergic receptors, which are the muscarinic and the nicotinic.
1: That's where I was reading about anticholinergics. Yeah. Okay. So
2: one of them like basically responds more to mushrooms and one responds more to nicotine.
1: But not just any mushrooms, not psychedelic yeah. mushrooms, as we call them. Muscaria. Amanita muscaria. Yeah. Yes. Which was the mus- the psychoactive mushrooms, or our friend Andrea Puharik discovered. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right, so DPH acts on the muscarinic receptor. These
1: are not the mushrooms you're going to get at a music festival. Right. These are different mushrooms. These
2: are the ones that poison you.
1: Yes, and make yes, you yes, like yes.
2: go to fucking Wonderland. Except it's not so wonderful. Maybe
1: also eating those because they're legal. Hmm. Um. That did. Uh. Was nothing to write home about. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So DPH works on the muscarinic receptor.
1: Interesting.
2: And what's What's really, really interesting is that there's a lot of users that will suggest smoking cigarettes during a trip if things get too scary
1: because
2: the nicotine from the cigarette will activate the nicotinic acetylcholine receptors, which will temporarily counteract the anticholinergic effect of the DPH, which is acting on the other receptor. So like briefly, while you're smoking that cigarette, you'll feel kind of normal, and What's super fucking interesting is that in so many DPH trip reports, you'll hear of people smoking phantom cigarettes, which I wonder is, is that their brains way of trying to like calm themselves down in a way is like producing this thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. like their brain is conjuring up the thing that will provide relief.
1: And it, be- and it knows what, yeah, what it looks like. phantom c- Even why. in ah. people that
2: don't smoke, they talk about the phantom cigarettes. Oh, wow. So I find that incredibly, incredibly interesting. That's very...
1: In people that don't smoke? Yeah. Wow. Weird. Okay. That's so weird.
2: So do you want to know another drug that's anticholinergic? Sure. Datura. yeah belladonna (laughs) deadly Uh, nightshade everything in the nightshade family
1: and this is this is exactly what i was reading about anticholinergic. it was when i was reading about andrea Puharch. yeah because he worked with uh that was what they were working with at fucking edgewood testing uh you know chemical warfare and cycle chemical Mm -hmm, psychological agents yeah
2: yeah that's anticholinergic yeah 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 all that shit that stuff that like takes you into these, like even, cause Datura, you can have a fucking week long trip.
1: Yeah. 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 You know? No, they're no fucking joke. Wow. Okay.
2: So I think that says a lot.
1: Now is, is DPH like totally synthetic? Does it have a natural, like, does it come from a uh, plant extract or anything? What's the.
2: Oh, I have no idea.
1: I, I'm yeah, curious look, about that. Yeah.
2: Look it up. I'm interested too.
1: Okay, this shit looks. This is this is some derivative of another synthetic. Yeah, it was fucking, synthesized. Yeah, yeah. Huh.
2: Yeah, it was prescription only for about thirty-five to forty years before oh, wow. it was approved to be over the counter in the eighties. Interesting. Yeah. Before we talk about anything else, since I just brought up Datura, yeah, and I won't again, yeah. I did find one trip report. Of someone who mixed datura and DPH. What
0: a
1: hero!
2: <laughs> and this is the only, like, one of the only positive
1: what DPH. A fucking maniac! Yeah, because this dude's a and fucking man. He this, can take it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this, this man's is like a, a tank. Positive trip report too, yeah. <laughs> which is incredible because both substances <laughs> yes, usually do don't, not don't eat either uh-uh. one of these. Yeah, <laughs> I love this guy already. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so. In his report, he states that his objective, and you're not going to fucking believe this. All right. His objective is to attempt to engage in romantic and or sexual contact with a shadow person, parentheses, for science.
1: I totally I totally believe it. Yeah. You already know this man's a scientist. He's going to mm-hmm. go where no one's gone before.
2: Yes. <laughs> for this test, a female or similar entity would be preferred...
1: You know, he knows he's going into uncharted territory. Like, he prefers, but he's not going to...
2: I'll take a sip, something that looks female. Um, (laughs) So, substances utilized. Exactly 500 milligrams of diphenhydramine.
1: Solid, solid. And not going too high.
2: Tea consisting of one and one half leaves obtained from a mature datura ritii specimen steeped for approximately 35 minutes. So his experiment was... It was carried this out. Guy. I know. I cannot, like... This fucking guy. What a fucking legend. <laughs> Meticulous. Yeah. Yeah. His username is Isopropanol. That... that
1: <laughs> that's an alcohol that you can that you use to extract chemicals. It's a solvent, you know. Yeah. Ben knows what he's doing.
2: Right. It's not his first rodeo. <laughs> so he carries out his experiment... Uh, in a dark room, there's no light or electricity. So he's like shut his fuse box off. Right. Doors and windows are locked. Anything sharp or dangerous has been removed. Good man. There is an assistant who has a handheld battery powered illumination device and journal with two black ink fountain pens. Does
1: he mean a fucking flashlight?
2: Battery powered illumination device.
1: Means a fucking flashlight. It's a
2: flashlight. It's a (laughs) flashlight. Yeah. Two black ink fountain pens.
1: All right. I hate you now. <laughs> yeah.
2: The assistant was given instructions to not interfere unless absolutely necessary and to paraphrase my condition and or actions during my experiment into said journal and to administer the antidote and or required medicines if emergency should incur. So he ingests the substances at 1130 okay. p.m. Down oh, damn. Start, starts to come up, come up around midnight. Yeah. Rise around twelve forty five and uh so what happens? what happens? What happens? So he refers to uh the hallucinated entity as the the shadow entity okay, and there's some explicit material here so
1: <laughs> what happens to our hero?
2: at first, he experiences slight but barely noticeable pseudo hallucinations like things are morphing and flowing, sure, sure, distorting, you know, blah blah blah. and um after about two hours. Because one of the things with diphenhydramine is that when people take it, it's not like, oh, you just come up. You know, a lot of the times it's you have to fight through the sleepiness. People force themselves to stay awake and will often buy like Red Bulls or something to help themselves stay awake. Because usually it's also a lot of teenagers that are trying to do it at night while their parents are asleep. Right, Right. Like trip out. But like. Because it's a sleep aid and because it makes you sleepy, when you take that much, you just want to fucking fall asleep, right? Right. So you have to fight to stay awake past it. And it takes a while to, like, you know, once you're awake for the real shit to start happening. I'm
1: so glad I'm an adult.
2: Yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> <Do> real drugs. <laughs>
2: so after about two hours... uh Our boy is starting to notice that the distortions are escalating in intensity. And after another, he says, minimally relevant chronological period, non-permanent substance induced schizophrenia symptoms appear.
1: This is Nick Land. This is (laughs) Nick Land's report.
2: (laughs) He's trying to fuck a shadow (laughs) woman. Yeah. Say that sentence again. <laughs> After another minimally relevant chronological period, non permanent substance induced schizophrenia symptoms appear. Yeah, I'd know that psychobabble anywhere. Yeah. She <laughs> wants to make it clear like, I'm not schizophrenic. This is temporary. Objects in central vision freely form and eventually morph into gestalt forms. I I swear to God, this is him. (laughs) You think he's isopropanol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm (laughs) I'm calling it. You'll find out about this asshole next Next week. (laughs) Next week. So he's he's like watching this, this form without borders and in a cascading pattern of (laughs) Ergativity? <laughs> what the fuck is ergativity? <laughs> I'm not the only one listening to this that doesn't know. So I'm looking at Urg- I'm looking urgativity it.
1: Ergativity, he's referring to this dude. This is exactly the bullshit that, that fucking CCRU pulled.
2: But okay, ergativity is a system of marking grammatical relations in which intransitive subjects doesn't make it make any more sense to me.
1: This is Nick Land's Arrowhead account. I swear to fucking...
2: Negativity. (laughs) What the fuck does it mean? (laughs) Exactly. No,
1: you're gonna... I swear to God, you're like two clicks away from Marxism. (laughs) (laughs) I promise you.
2: Oh, God. Okay. Well, um... Pfft. He's experiencing a cascading pattern of ergativity. It
1: means nothing. This man was a philosophy yeah. major. It's fine.
2: It gradually advances to actual hallucinations, both auditory and optical. This was when I initiated attempts to cause a shadow entity to manifest. I successfully created the manifestation of a shadow entity of quasi-feminine form. I will now move on to the experiment. <laughs> Again, the objective. Yes. Engage it's in penetration. Yeah. <laughs> No protection either. He he wants to knock the shadow. He wants to have a shadow baby.
1: Raw dog in the shadow He wants to be a
2: shadow baby daddy. At first, the shadow entity is not responsive to his come-ons. Including his, he's like trying to command her. Yeah, she's not she's not doing it. But after five minutes, the shadow entity starts to respond to simple questions and its ability to reply improves over time. Eventually, it can hold a basic conversation and accept basic commands. Yes. Oh, (laughs) then he says this inclination of behavior akin to higher cognitive functioning is particularly intriguing and warrants greater research at a future time when I'm not trying to get my dick wet. Not the, that last part, but
1: but yeah, basically.
2: Yeah, he's like, I'll return to this when I'm not, when I'm not so horny. Uh, the subject has features typically appropriate for the average human female, somewhat long hair.
1: How many fedoras do you think this dude owns?
2: Yeah, right. Also, what do you mean appropriate for the average human? Long hair. Uh, women can have however like hair length has nothing to do with anything. Average mammary size, visible genitals equivalent to a a vagina etc. The subject does not wear any clothing and seems a relatively opaque, dark grayish color with some like a little bit of transparency. So do you want to say the the C part, the command, and then I'll, I'll say what the shadow entity does. This is him commanding the shadow entity.
1: Okay, command. Walk from the north side of the room towards the south side.
2: The shadow entity proceeds to travel from one side of the room to the opposing side.
1: Walk from the south side of the room towards the north side and end at north-northwest.
2: The shadow entity proceeds to travel from the standing position on the south side to the north side, while curving appropriately to arrive towards the north-northwest orientation. And now is when I proceed to unfasten my pants and undergarments. In colloquial terms, I whipped my dick out. Shut the
1: fuck up. God damn it. Walk towards me until you are about two feet away and stand.
2: The shadow entity walks in my direction stops approximately one foot in front of me with its front torso facing towards me.
1: Very satisfactory. Now stay absolutely motionless so I may test your corpor- corporeality.
2: The shadow entity does not give affirmation by speech or expression. It obeys command and remains stationary. Are you
1: going to read this whole... Not, I'm not. I'm not
2: going to read the next part.
1: My God. Because
2: as after he commands the shadow entity to remain stationary is when he decides to basically give it a little feel up, oh, yeah. explore its body, see if its parts feel human, and they do, and, and they, this they is, do the sexy thing. This
1: is graphic and disturbing.
2: Yeah, it's very graphic. Um, he fucks the shit he out He fucks of the, the
1: shit out of this thing.
2: Yeah, and he eats it out.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's- And, oh, it's,
2: and then the shadow entity sucks him off.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is a whole- What is the assistant doing at this point?
2: What is the assistant doing? So according to the assistant, all that he saw was this dude violently dry humping his bed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: my God.
2: And, okay, after perceived ejaculation, oh my God. his assistant informed him that he then rolled over, faced the ceiling, and proceeded to light an imaginary cigarette, and then spent 35 minutes whispering sweet nothings to his imaginary lover.
1: We need to move on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's Datara and DPH. Wow. Yeah. I had
1: a great time, though, huh?
2: That's the best trip report you'll read.
1: Somebody stop that, man. Whatever he's doing, I don't know.
2: (laughs) So now we're back to just straight up DPH, straight up diphenhydramine. So there's a few different classifications of doses that you'll find.
1: Sure, sure.
2: Also, the internet subculture around this is really intense. Like on Reddit especially... It's very interesting. The people that do this, like yeah. they'll always say don't do this. I wish I didn't do it. I don't know why I do it. Right. But once they do it, like they're in this little community and they just like feast off of e- each other's, I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um that's not good. No, it's not. Yeah.
2: It's it's bad. So basically what it says on the packaging yeah is that you can take Benadryl every I think 4 hours ish. Yeah. And the most that you're supposed to take in a day, and this is over a period of hours. Right. And this is a lot. This is what the package says. Yeah, yeah. 100 milligrams is the max per day. Okay. If you took that all at once, you're going to be fucked up. Yeah. But that's that's what it says on the package. So this these are the dose levels. 100 to 200 milligrams taken all at once is known as the FAP dose, huh. which is why I have to bring this up. Because when I learn about something called the fap dose. Yeah. I have to tell our listeners about that. <laughs> what the f- So that's the dose that you that that is taken where like you're not going to hallucinate at all. Your body's going to be heavy and you could just put on some like put on your Pink Floyd album and, and jerk off. Yeah. Like that's what that is.
1: OK. And
2: then 300 to 500 is the threshold dose where like you got to fight the tired and then you're going to get either like mild t- or medium or intense hallucinations, depending on your body weight. Yeah, data. yeah. And then they also have something known as the 700 Club.
1: I wish I, the only time I got high on Benadryl, I took the FAP dose, but I didn't know that's what I was supposed to do. <laughs>
2: yeah, you messed it up. Fuck. Shit. You
1: know, the one that got away, I suppose.
2: Oh my God. Yeah. So the the 700 Club, that's the dose. Like the, you're stupid and you're definitely going to be in a waking nightmare dose. Oh, fun. Yeah. But
1: 700 Club. But for
2: some reason, yeah, I think just because it it was given a name that like people want to do it.
1: It also sounds like an extreme dose, too.
2: It's a, yeah, that's a fuck ton. Yeah. That's a very dangerous, a very dangerous dose.
1: You'd have to, oh my God, you'd have to down like over 20. Yeah. Uh, Oh my God yeah what the
2: fuck so i made another little audio okay that we can listen to
0: god is a good god why don't you just say that out loud with me right now god is a good god you always remember that
2: an oklahoma teenager dies as a result of the latest
0: Make it happen with Benadryl, the histamine
2: blocker that blocks... Overdose on the pills. And pills. Next to Benadryl. Get uh-huh. out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. How'd you, how'd you like that one? Creepy as fuck. Yeah.
1: Creepy as fuck. Yeah, food. well... Very well put together, though, I will say.
2: Is yeah, that- well, this shit is creepy as fuck. Yeah. It really is, though. It really is. So now... Now that we know how it works in the brain, we yeah. know a little bit more about it. I was thinking we could go through some trip reports working our way from like some low doses up to the higher dose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like get an idea of the, the range of effects. Sure. And we'll work our way up to this guy who's known as Cedric Lightberry. <laughs> <laughs> He's only ever posted two trip reports and that's the last anyone ever heard of him. He posted on the Chan board 420 Chan. Right. And uh, he's the chap who coined the term Iriel. Okay. But yeah, that's he's who the the term comes from. Word. But yeah, like I said before, the subculture around DPH is like, what the the, the, there? I think it doesn't help that there's so many memes in there, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, like people be memeing like crazy. (sighs) And they're like funny ones, too.
1: I'm sure these are all <laughs> like, definitely outcasts of some sort.
2: Oh, yeah. They be funny people. Yes, they do. Yeah. So- Yeah, like I said, also, the fact that every post starts off with, like, don't do this, don't be as dumb as me, and then ends with, like, I don't know why I do this stupid hell drug, please don't ever try it. (sighs) Jesus Christ. And then that poster will be back two days later to update everyone how they've done the drug again and almost died and how they wish they hadn't done it, and then repeat the cycle. And it's not uncommon.
1: Oh, my God. To
2: see comments, like, underneath certain users' posts rejoicing that they're still alive. People will be like, "Hey, man, so glad to see you. We all thought you died. Like, it's very common, dude. And you know why? Because a lot of people do.
1: There's a wow, fuck, man.
2: In that community, it's not uncommon for like people to just stop posting because they fucking died. It's a, it's very dark. It's
1: so sad. What fucking a man? We have such a problem with self destruction in this fucking stupid society. Yeah, it really. Like, I don't, I don't know.
2: Yeah, and it. Like, it's scary. It. People will post how, like, oh, I'm going to take 1,200 milligrams and then never post again, like, presumably because they're either fucking dead or they lived and realized not to ever do that again because by the grace of God, they survived.
1: I really hope it's that second one.
2: I Yeah, I hope so. And I think that Fuck, that's that amen. temperance card. Yeah. You know, is that, like, guardian angel that, you know, well, yeah. gives people another chance.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna start off with a 400 milligram report. That's it's short. It's called barking paper.
1: Okay, 400 milligrams.
2: Yes, and this is from an 18 year old. And uh, yeah, it starts off with I decided to try diphenhydramine when I was out of marijuana and desperate to get high. That's a theme that I yeah.
1: Yep, 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 yep.
2: Yeah. On this particular day, they were chatting with their friends. Who decided to trip sit this dude over the phone? He took four hundred milligrams around noon. Forty five minutes later, starts feeling high. Not a good high. Mm -hmm. Very anxious. Very paranoid. You know why? Because that rest and digest is shut down. Yeah, yeah. No ability to regulate your your fear. Yeah. About an hour and a half into the experience, his vision starts shifting in these strange ways. Things are contorting and writhing. Right. Um. This dude has done mushrooms before, but he's like, nothing is compared to this. Yeah. 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 He he describes it like fourth dimensional beings were trying to break into our universe. Like they were stretching and warping the fabric of reality and trying to like step through, which sounds really scary. Yeah. 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 So two hours in, he... He has a pretty bad idea that he's going to start to watch some videos about other people's experiences.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> like,
2: Why would you do that? And he sees one experience where this kid is like, if you stare at something for 10 or more seconds, it'll start to to warp like crazy. So yeah. he decides he's going to do that. And he looks at a piece of paper. And uh, eventually the paper starts waving and looking kind of like, like the ocean or maybe like bugs crawling underneath someone's skin.
1: Okay. And
2: then he looks away and he looks back and he stares at it again for 10 or more seconds. And this time the paper turns into a dog's head that barks at him, which shocks him and causes him to jump. Yeah. So he like, he he calls his friends and he tries to talk to them about it, but it sounds like they're not even speaking English and he can't even talk either so he's just kind of tired and and that's that's about it for the trip report but okay that's all there needs to be I that's
1: think. where we're starting yeah okay,
2: okay. paper turning into a, a dog head
1: wow barking paper
2: yeah and that's at 400 milligrams right so now we are going to hear from a kid who uh I think he's like 18 or 19 in this video, but he's reflecting on an experience when he was 16. Okay. When he took 450 milligrams of Benadryl at school. Oh, Jesus. Like he goes into the bathroom and just like
1: downs a package of Benadryl. Yeah. Fucking A.
2: Yeah. And he says that he felt so fucking nauseous too that it was like he can't even like look at liquid gel pills anymore without being sick to his
0: stomach. Uh, Okay.
2: So, yeah, this is him describing the come up.
0: I take them all and I start heading back to class. And the first thing I felt was, well, there's this little like hallway in my school that you have to go through to get to this classroom. And I was walking through this hallway and I felt like super short, like gravity just increased by like 200. Like I felt really heavy and like my vision like like dropped like I was a midget. Like that's how I felt walking through this hallway. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like anyway, I, I don't really feel much until I get back to class.
2: So um yeah, he feels like gravity's really heavy. Yeah. He feels really tiny. Yeah. <laughs> He's really nauseous, really heavy, and really tiny. At school. Like the idea of tripping at school to me. Yeah. Fucking awful.
1: No, there's no reason to ever like, do that. Why would you do that? So oh, dumb.
2: my God. Like, sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. It, it literally sounds like my nightmare.
1: Getting to high at school was kind of fun because it's like a secret mission.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so after lunch, yeah. which is like when he takes the pills, he runs into his friend and he's like, hey, man, I just popped a bunch of pills. So, uh, like, watch out for me. I don't know if he means that in a, like, protect me way or, like... Don't let me do anything
1: dumb. Yeah. I think he means don't let me do anything dumb.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. But also probably, like, trying to look cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: So here's him describing, like, the first effects hitting him at lunch.
0: I don't really feel much yet, but we get to the spot where, like, our group of friends eat lunch, eats lunch, and... People would say things and they would sound like super far away, like they weren't really talking to me. Like I would just like, I, I felt like I was inside of my own brain, like kind of everything else was blocked out. Like I, I could not uh, like decipher what people were saying to me. I couldn't, it felt like people were not talking directly to me. I started to see things out of the corner of my vision that weren't there. Like I would see uh, like a golf cart you know, like that the school administrators like use, I would see one of them like driving down the hill and I would look up and there's nothing there. And I remember my friend Israel said something to me. Like he said a a, a full sentence and then like a question at the end of it, like asking me something. And I look up at him and he's not there. Like he's like 25 feet away talking to somebody else. Like Like, like, that's the kind of shit that would happen. Like you... (laughs) you're at school my boy
2: i would be
1: this doesn't end well
2: no no like that's what is so that's what's so profoundly dangerous about this drug is that you can imagine people and scenarios that aren't happening so the risk of like if you're not at school if you're just out on the street Mm. that's incredibly dangerous. Everything about you, this is so fucking you'd be, dangerous. Yeah. You'd just be so susceptible to danger because you don't know who's who or what's what you could just get in some random person's car thinking that like that's your mom or something. Right. You're hallucinating. Sure. Yeah. You know? Okay. So eventually he gets to uh, his fifth period class and uh, yeah, here's, here's what happens.
0: Okay. I looked at this chair, like the teacher's chair and it was wiggling like like violently wiggling like there was an animal inside of it and I oh was at, like convinced that there was an actual animal inside of it <laughs> like like it it looked like there was a squirrel like stuck inside of the chair like like fighting its way out and it actually kind of creeped me out at the time because I thought it was real
2: um <laughs> the a squirrel inside of a chair
0: yeah no it's okay. so fucking
2: yeah so there's that
0: yeah. I would say something to my friend Quang and this dude at fifth period, he's not even in that section of the school. This is a school of like 2000 people. He's not even in that area of the school. He's like, he's like half a mile away. And it just kept on happening over and over again. No matter how many times I would make that same mistake, say something to somebody that wasn't there, it would happen like 10 seconds later. And it was like, it was like the creepiest feeling ever. Like, I just felt so fucking uneasy about every single decision I made. Like, am I even walking the right direction? Like, I felt like, what if I wasn't even at school? <laughs> like, that's the kind of thought, that's the kind of thoughts that I, I was having. Yeah.
2: Fucking A. That idea of, like, wondering, am I in a dream right now? Like, yeah. is this even, is this real life? Like, that's very disorient. That's nightmarish. Dude,
1: I've, I've like, it's just so weird because, like, this is,
2: like, just totally losing your orientation within space and time.
1: Illegal drugs don't really do this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. LSD doesn't do this. Mushrooms don't fucking do this. Yeah. MDMA does not do this. Ketamine does, doesn't does do this. Right. Ketamine will put your Even ass in a Salve chair first. Salvia
2: doesn't do this.
1: Salvia does way worse. No, we're not going there. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, these fucking kids are doing something. Way more intense than I've ever than done. Than
2: I've ever done. I've never had full-blown hallucinatory conversations no. with a friend that wasn't actually It doesn't there. happen. Like, that is insane. And I've also, like, heard of people on DPH watching TV and then realizing that their TV wasn't even on. And it's crazy that your brain can fill in the blanks so well. Yeah. And, like, yeah. in real time. Like, you wouldn't... I mean, I guess it's how you dream too. It's yeah. like you're dreaming and waking life because how well, like that's just crazy to me that your brain could fill in the blanks that well, that you could look at a blank screen and, and watch a TV show that is yeah. taking place. I, mean, I
1: often wonder if it's like, is it, is it actually filling in the blanks in the experience or is that just how the experience gets relayed afterwards? Because those don't necessarily have to be your memory of a thing can be different than what the thing actually was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, I wonder how well it actually does fill in the in the blanks, or if your
2: well, I guess it's like that guy dry his bed, right? Thinking that it's like a shadow entity. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so this feller, uh, Mister 450? yeah, around a sixth period, he just completely blacks out. He does not remember what took place in that class at all. But after that, he he comes to when he's in his friend's mom's car, his his friend's mom, like, drives them both home from school because his friend lives kind of nearby. Yeah. But the mom doesn't drop him off at his house. She just drops him off down the road.
1: Does she know he's fucked up? Taking him
2: all the way. Uh, he's trying not to let it show. Yeah. But he thinks maybe she knows. She
0: probably just thinks he's so
2: yeah. high. So, so here's Weird. a little bit of him talking about uh, shit in the car.
0: And I swear we passed the same store like, the same spot, like, seven times. Because, like, after you get out of school, there's, like, a row of stores and a parking lot. And I swear we passed it, like, seven times. Like, we would pass it, and I would look down, and I would, like, kind of close my eyes, look at my phone a little bit, and then we, I would look out the window, and we'd pass it again. Like, that's the level I was on. It was just creepy.
2: So he's passing the same place multiple times and the
0: yeah. car.
1: That's caught in a loop. as fuck. voice caught in a loop.
2: yeah. He gets dropped off somewhere near his house. He doesn't remember walking home, but he does get there somehow. He's exhausted as fuck. Lays on his bed, but for some reason can't sleep. And then this is what happens next.
0: I just started like writing stuff. Like, like I I thought I was doing homework, but I looked at the papers later and it was just like random shit like that had that was kind of related to what we're doing in school, but it was not (laughs) it was not the homework. And I remember seeing bugs. Like, I just quit doing my homework because I just kept on seeing bugs everywhere. I had a striped pillow. And I was just seeing, like, fleas, little tiny black dots that would disappear and, like, reappear in other places. And I I just assumed that they were fleas because I thought that they were, like, jumping from place to place, but it turns out that they weren't actually even there. I just assumed that, like, my dog had gotten on my bed and left fleas on everything. So I just threw everything in the washing machine, got new sheets, got a new pillowcase, got a new comforter, whatever, and they were still there. And I just realized, okay, I'm tripping, forget it. And (laughs) the funny thing was like, I checked my phone a day later after all this was said and done. And I had like five gigabytes of videos, close-up videos with the flash on my phone on, of my pillow because I wanted to see because <laughs> I was trying to see like where the little fleas were. So I had my flash on and I was like taking a bunch of video because <laughs> I wanted to see where the fleas were and shit. Anyway, so um,
2: yeah.
0: Looking for the fleas.
2: Right. That reminds me of when fucking I took Ambien once. God. It was a low dose. I think it was 20 milligrams and I watched Zoolander 2. Yeah. And then I smoked some weed and I laid in my bed, and I it was like LSD visuals, kind of like my wall looked crazy. My wall was like the most interesting thing to look at, and I took so many pictures of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to state to the, to the listening audience because we're doing it, we're talking, we've, we're referencing our own experience with drugs. Uh, I I don't do that shit anymore. Um, Oh yeah.
2: I don't endorse it.
1: Yeah. Like it's been, it's been years since I tripped. I wouldn't not trip but I'm waiting for the right time to eat some more mushrooms. You know, like you have a, I keep forgetting to smoke weed at night.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Like I, I'm like, Oh, you know, it's 10 o'clock. Like I'm going to smoke weed before bed. I just forget. Right. And then I finally like take two hits before I go to bed.
2: The main thing, like my piece of wisdom that I would want to bestow upon people is that there are a lot of people who, when they want to try out a substance, think, well, I want to make sure I really feel it.
1: No, you don't got to do that.
2: You don't. Start low, actually.
1: and You know, use the time—the tried and true time-tested choice. There's a reason they're yeah. illegal, and that's because people like them.
2: No, but like, <laughs> honestly, start low. Yeah. Like, yeah. learn, like, where your sweet spot is, and you have to do that by starting low. Yeah. And being safe about it. If you're gonna do anything, because
1: otherwise you're the kid that takes too much his first time and ruins everyone else's night,
2: and ruins your entire life and mm-hmm. fucks your brain up. No, the up.
1: good ones won't do that. Yeah, you know, you can you take too much acid. You have a bad time, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You take too many mushrooms, like <laughs> you'll come out a better person, but it won't be easy.
2: Right. <laughs> there is also there's always the danger that you could do something harmful to yourself. Yeah, on those substances too, though.
1: Well, that's even a th- though, okay. like, you know, even that even though is, your uh,
2: body will be safe, like, you won't overdose from it. There's the risk of you doing something stupid.
1: You got to respect it. Like, there's a big problem in Amsterdam, right, where mushrooms are legal, mm-hmm. and there's this, this loophole that allows truff mushroom psilocybin truffles to be legal, and so like that's a fucking huge tourist. You got all these assholes from England like going there to get hammered. You got people who are like, college kids that don't have you know, experience. Taking they didn't learn from for the
2: first time in a city Dude, in a, and
1: <laughs> in a dangerous city too. Like Amsterdam is not a safe city. Yeah, There's no fucking, they got the, you got the shit river running through there and there's no goddamn, you fall in, you're fucked. You're not climbing right. out of there. The tr- you have the trolleys running all over the place and like people lose their shit. And it's also jam packed with fucking people. People mm-hmm. lose their shit on mushrooms on there all the time. And that's yeah. like, that's one of the ones I'll never get. Like, I'll always eat some mushrooms, you know? Like, they're, right. they're good for you. If you respect them, afford them the proper respect. Don't be a fucking jackass about it and ruin it for everyone else. Mm-hmm. And don't eat Benadryl, you piece of shit.
2: Right. Like, this guy, <laughs> this, this trip report that we're listening to right now, he's lucky because so many of these end up especially the ones where they do it at school they end up in the hospital yeah it doesn't end with them like and i woke up the next day feeling like loopy and bad but you know so many of them end up i woke up in the hospital still delirious out of my mind and it was even more terrifying yeah like yeah okay so uh the whole flea thing happens and he's hanging out at home it's after school and uh here's what happens next
0: like the next thing i know my dad walks in my room and he says uh remember it's your grandma's birthday so get ready cuz we have to go see her and i'm like okay and like i i say okay and like i'm i'm that, that whole section like that whole episode kind of ends and i just assume that he left my room and went downstairs or something right And then like two minutes later he calls me and says are you ready yet because i'm on my way it turns out that he wasn't there at all he was not at home he was at work the entire time and that conversation that we had it 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 never happened he was not there he was not in front of me saying that it was just it was something that i remembered that he had said that he had told me earlier like like before any of this even happened and so at this point, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I cannot even function. This was something that had been said to me 24 hours earlier. And I just, my mind formulated an, an entire conversation with my dad. I don't know. Benadryl is like a creepy, it's a creepy drug.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, dude, you fucking got caught in a loop, man.
2: Right. So, yeah, at this point, he like really doesn't want to be high anymore. And he yeah. does have to go to his grandma's birthday.
0: Oh, my God. So, my parents get home, like, 20 minutes later, and at this point, I was 16, so I was, like, this was, like, when I was in the process of, like, getting my license and stuff, so I was, like, I was driving every so often. My parents would let me drive. just." To oh, practice. no. And they were, like, do you want to drive? No. And I said, yes. Why? And not really... <laughs> Not remembering that I was in the middle of a <laughs> bad shit. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. So somehow he manages to drive to the nursing home. And like.
1: Why'd you say yes, bud?
2: Oh my God. Things end up okay for him. But yeah.
0: Okay. Let's okay. finish this up. We get in the car and I'm seeing shit in the road like I would see an animal dart across the road and I would have to remind myself like this, that's not real. Just keep driving straight. It's all you have to do. And I ended up getting lost on the way there and I had to like talk to my parents to consult them and like remind me which way to go. And it didn't raise like any red flags for some reason with them. And I just kept driving.
1: Wow.
2: So somehow they get there and everything's okay. It's
0: fine. Yeah, it seems
1: like he's not really throwing up red flags. Like most of this shit's going on in his head. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, weird.
2: he's staying very quiet. He mentions throughout yeah. this trip report that he's he's just not talking to anybody. He's yeah, making yeah. sure that he he just stays quiet. And throughout the whole time, he's also feeling an immense amount of of guilt and right. shame. And that if he says anything, he's like going to get in big trouble. So he like is willing himself to stay quiet yeah, because he he just even throughout all of the deliriousness and hallucinations he still carries that sense of like i i can't get in trouble i'm gonna get my ass whooped if, yeah. <laughs> if my parents yeah, find yeah. out you know like that instinct still remains intact
1: it's just so this is this is a hardcore drug That's the thing that just is just bothering me. Extremely hardcore. Like this is a fucking drug, drug. When they warn you about drugs, they're talking about shit that's less intense than this.
2: Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's fucking nuts.
2: We interrupt this broadcast for a very special announcement. It's time for shout-outs to our new Patreons, of which there are many, because we just opened our Patreon. Yes. And they are...
1: David Fulkerson, Ben Beauclair, Matt Hopewell, Aisha Carrero, Thaddeus, Wizard of the Waves, I have a D&D character, Pathfinder character named Thaddeus, Madison Pierce, Travis Few, The Reverend Dr. Pfeiffer, St. Louis, Kate Sherrod, Matt LaValley,
2: Charles Jude Prestia, Alexander Fry, Connor Wrigley, Nate Farnham, Jeb Card, Surgery Head, Chris George, Bebop Crap Pants, K-Zero, 8-Bit Alex, Laura Kennedy, Kira W., Paul Loves to Laugh, Ruben Arroyo,
1: A Mysterious Alien, Craig Parmenter, Jeremy Albert, Ryan Viami, John Mattingly, Larry Clow, Freighter Paramisterio, Mysterio, Anna of Amsterdam, Rob Kristofferson, Tricorn King. Thank <laughs> you guys so much. Uh, we really appreciate it. If you want your own shout out go to patreon.com slash nonsensebazaar.
2: That's right. We're very talented at saying names.
1: Yes, we're very good at it. We're actually kind of terrible at it, and it's embarrassing. Yeah. If
2: if we mispronounced anything. I'm so sorry. Please let us know.
1: Yeah, I guess you can. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming.
2: All right. So we just heard about a 450 milligram trip.
1: And that sounded like way too much.
2: Now we're going to move on to 800 milligrams. Oh, goody. Yes. Also done at school.
1: Okay. We're going to act this out.
2: Yeah. So you are Reddit user miles on high.
1: So my name is miles. I was a pretty avid user of DPH getting to the point where it and I was the biggest school joke. I took it every few days uh, ranging from a hundred to 600 milligrams and never not once did a single teacher notice. Till this trip
2: the day started like any other miles was going to take benadryl before school like he often did only today he took more than usual he took 32 of the pink pills equaling 800 milligrams and boarded the bus
1: go big go home bro
2: there's gonna be a long assembly that day perfect for taking drugs thought miles exiting the bus barely able to stand up and Heart beating like crazy, somehow, Miles made it to his first period class.
1: Oh, okay, man. Play it cool. Didn't you want Didn't you want to ask the teacher something about homework? Shit, what was it? Okay, don't sound stupid. Don't sound stupid. Hey, uh, teacher, um, I had a question about homework. Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. Would, would you like fries with that?
2: Uh, what? Miles, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you'll understand someday. Miles was trying to play it cool until it was time for the assembly, and somehow doing an okay job of it, despite not making much sense. At the assembly, all he wanted to do was lay down, but kept forgetting there was a girl behind him.
1: <sighs> Dude! Oh, God, sorry, I did it again. Oh, God, I'm sorry.
2: You're fine, but you've got to fucking oh. out. Miles ends up having a short seizure near the end of the assembly that nobody else notices then wanders around the school for 20 minutes before wandering into a classroom. Miles, what are you doing here? It's only first period. I'm
1: getting my stuff.
2: Well, uh, your stuff isn't in here. It should be in your first period class.
1: Right. Uh, Yeah, right, right. Sorry. Sorry for interrupting.
2: Hey, Miles, are you all right? (laughs) The teacher proceeds to walk up to Miles and look him dead in the eyes, which are red and dilated. Mm. Are you sure you're all right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to head to first period class now. First period, all right?
2: Okay. See you later, Miles. <laughs> Miles exits the classroom, but it doesn't take long for him to lose orientation with reality again.
1: Oh, what did I just leave the classroom for? Hmm.
2: He stands there, looking at the wall for two minutes. Oh, yeah.
1: I gotta get my stuff.
2: Miles enters the classroom again. <laughs> <laughs> and... The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the- Oh! Miles! Nice to see you again. What are you doing?
1: Uh, I forgot to get my stuff.
2: Okay. Uh, okay, come, come with me for a second. They exit the classroom together. Listen, Miles, if you're this confused, I think something is wrong.
1: Nah, nah. I, I just gotta get my stuff.
2: Well, your stuff is not in my classroom. Are you high?
1: No, no. I just didn't sleep well last night. I, I I don't feel good at all.
2: Yeah, well, I can tell. Um, I'm going to get the principal, and, and I think he can handle this. Miles blacks out for a few minutes and finds himself in the main office, not knowing why he's there. So he walks out aimlessly and up the stairs before being caught by the principal. Miles, are you high?
1: Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I took 20 to 25 Benadryls. Why are you lying? You took 32.
2: The principal carefully tries to lead Miles to the nurse's office, but he keeps getting sidetracked and walking into random classrooms, doing things like touching people's hair and trying to take chairs out of the room and speaking in gibberish. (laughs) eventually they arrive at the nurse's office who gives him gatorade he doesn't drink it even though it's blue the best flavor (laughs) they call emergency medical (laughs) services and miles mother and um miles mother arrives and says miles you look crazy because miles believes he's Wearing no mask, but he is in fact wearing five masks.
1: So this is, this is from, this is turning the mask. Yes.
2: At the hospital, his heart is beating around 160 beats per minute. Oh. And he's super strong.
1: Oh no.
2: His dad arrives and Miles needs to be restrained by seven men. He's at the hospital, but believes he's still at school and that people are surrounding him with their phones, recording him, and trying to take his clothes off. He is very scared.
1: I'm, I'm the dad now. He looked terrifying. Imagine Jackie Chan, all, all buff and flexing. That was him. He looked like some weird buff zombie. Cheeks all sucked in, tongue bleeding, hospital gown all pissed on. Thankfully, Ativan worked to calm him down, but whenever the nurses came in and asked him a question, he'd go off go off on strange esoteric rants. It decayed into the comparatively bleak
0: Kabbalah of um, Jewish mysticism that we see today. Now, unfortunately, the uses and the meaning of the pneumogram are very well gatekept by uh, magicians. So what I'll try to explain in this video is the simple mathematics that construct the closed circuit of the pneumogram. Okay, so a recurring theme within the works of the CCRU, and specifically Nick Land,
2: It's
1: the most bizarre thing I've ever seen.
2: Finally, ten hours later in the hospital, Miles woke up thinking he was dead. He had a catheter in and partially lost his vision for a while. Holy fuck! He continued to come in and out of consciousness for the next three hours, saying more bizarre things and drawing connections (laughs) to other strange ideas he had had before. He asks many times out loud,
1: Am I dead? I don't want to kill myself. I don't want to die. Am I dead?
2: He doesn't feel sane again for many more hours and can't move his legs for a while.
1: Yeah. So that's my DPH story. For some reason, I hear everything way lower pitch now, which doctors say is due to some form of brain damage. Uh, Anyway, uh, I hate Benadryl. Fuck Benadryl and peace out, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: literally how he ends his trip report. Wow. Peace out, I guess.
1: (laughs) fucking a man
2: miles what the fuck
1: yeah my guy
2: bro i want to know the strange esoteric rants he he went on like what was he saying probably probably nothing of any substance <laughs>
1: I just can't get the, the idea that he was like one jackie of these assholes it's fucking nick land out of my head yeah <laughs> oh, dude jackie Chan, that's funny his dad's <laughs> the, funny the idea I love that he's non strong
2: like a weird buff zombie so that was 800 now we're ready for Cedric Lightberries.
1: My God.
2: Okay. We're, we're ready to hear about Ariel. Okay. Ariel, However you want to say it. So again, the last trip, Miles, that was 800, 800 milligrams. Yes. This one, Cedric's first trip of two, there's only two, is 1,800.
1: 1,800 milligrams. Yeah. Fuck. So
2: the last one... Plus a thousand more.
1: It's almost two grams of this bullshit. Yep. That's a non insignificant part of your body's composition at that point. Yeah. Fuck me. Holy shit, bud. Yeah. Why are you doing this?
2: So Cedric, uh, this this trip report is from 2013. Yeah. And it's like one of the most famous ones. God. <laughs> yeah, right. Like what a f- weird and obscure like Z list you know, yeah thing to be known for. Also, like it was just these two trip reports and then never heard from again.
1: Like, oh, he dead dead.
2: Yeah. He yeah. He says like at, right at the top of the of the post, he's like, I'm not trying to kill myself. Yeah. I'm just trying to get as close as possible.
1: Oh bud.
2: I'm trying to have tea with death. Like, okay, you fucking edgelord. Because this 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 is this is this is, this is kind of an edgelord drug too. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. It's like, like I enjoy horror movies. I enjoy being spooked.
1: hmm I don't want to live in one. Fuck no. <laughs> I don't even like horror movies.
2: Yeah. Not sure of age. 162 pounds. Like I said, 1,800 milligrams. Yep. After the trip, during the trip, he types in some gibberish. Right. <laughs> but afterwards, he updates and says, holy fucking fuck, I'm alive. He's very grateful to be alive. Yeah and before he says anything he does what every dph trip report does which is to say don't do this
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't fucking do this so 30 minutes into the trip cedric starts feeling super heavy as you do right, because right. like your um acetylcholine controls uh dilation of your blood vessels too right so everything's getting like super constricted you're getting really tingly you're getting really heavy feeling right right you feel kind of like you're super like drunk like you can't move in a straight line yeah you yeah even like move at all so getting like tinnitus ears ringing super heavy is uh, like blurring flashing black and white oh my god there is oh I wish I I knew to to reference, but there's a reason why people see black and white and monochromatic hallucinations on this drug because of the way that it affects like oh interesting the visual cortex in wow. some way okay which that's that's interesting and I wish I could expound upon that yeah yeah so he's like having these flashes of seeing things in black and white and then the loud ringing fades away and everything kicks up in full force. The ceiling, the walls, the floor, everything's melting and moving. Oh, my God. Like, every single shadow is crawling with insects. There's also, Ugh. weirdly, a a hallucination of a taco above his <laughs> head. What? But then there's, like, a cluster of centipedes on the floor, and usually in these reports, people will touch the hallucinations and they'll go away. Right. Because they won't be able to tactily feel them. Right. Not so. Oh, No can they he touches them and they are there they appear to be living and his room feels like it's not it's not a room anymore it's as if it's a living being that he's inside of like he's in the stomach of something that is breathing and living and like an organic creature everything is breathing and moving and and morphing okay also really dry mouth wow oh. because because yeah because yeah anticholinergic, so gets up to get some some water and, you know, drinking some water. That's good. Oh, what's that, what's that music in the other room? Hold Me Closer, Tiny Dancer. Ooh, I love <laughs> that song. Goes to check it out. First thing he sees in the room, there's this human-sized creature in the corner. Okay. Looks kind of like a doll, maybe a, a mannequin. All right. And its parts are falling off like its arms would detach then its legs Uh then its head it would look away and then he would look away from it yeah and then look back and all of its arms and legs and head would be back together again and it would come apart he would look away look back it would come apart again uh (sighs) this one he did not touch Wasn't afraid to touch the centipedes. But this thing, he ain't touching it. He's not even getting close to it. So this thing is just in the corner disassembling and assembling itself. Yeah. Like all night long during this whole thing.
1: Yeah. Great. Awesome. Fucking creepy. Love it. Love Um, to think about it.
2: The other thing in the living room. Hold me closer. Tony Dancer. (laughs) No, there's a man dressed in black. It could be. Uh-huh. Um, and he's, his head is in the shadows. He's sitting on the sofa. There's also a bunch of other like shadow people and things in the room that are mm. kind of fading in, fading out. You know, these things are kind of shifting around, but this thing is staying like okay all night, you know, everything else is moving around him, including hallucinations of this guy's friends that are very, very realistic. Mm-hmm. But sofa dude. He just chilling. So uh, at some point, Cedric decides he's going to be brave. Mm. He's going to go uh, introduce himself to the shadow man on the couch. This is the hat man.
1: Son of a bitch.
2: It's the fucking hat man that many people see. Yeah. So uh, they do a bit of a handshake. He's like, hello, hat man. Hat man's like, hello, Cedric. Mm. And then Cedric's like, am I going to die? <laughs> and then hat man just goes quiet and says... Don't go to Ariel. Oh my god. And then after those words, there's like a big flash of light. And suddenly Cedric is just in the kitchen and there's broken glass all over the floor. And he, he goes back to the room where everything was, and there's, yeah. there's nothing there. And and all of a sudden he feels like I have to there I have to tell people something. I have to get to my computer and, and type this out. This is important. So he he walks over to his computer, sits down at at it, starts to type. And then all of a sudden, before he can post anything, he's back on the other side of the room.
1: Oh, he's all fucked up.
2: Yeah. And he keeps trying to walk back over to the computer and make the post. And this just keeps happening where he keeps finding himself on the other side of the room. Mm. And finally, he manages to type out, am I actually typing this? Except it's all gibberishy. But that, that does get sent out. Then after that, here's another weird visual flash. Yeah. There's people knocking at the door. Oh, no. So he goes to uh, let them in. One of the guests is his father, who is dead. Oh, great. His, his father who has passed away. This is another theme in DPH reports. Is Seeing people, the dead? Yeah. Okay. Like being able to communicate with people who have passed on or... Things that look like people who have passed on, right? Yeah. So to Cedric, like this is reality at this point too, of because course, it's yeah. all so realistic. Even
1: though it's not, you don't just shift around and,
2: and right. Shit. Yeah. But he he realizes if my dad is here and he's lucid enough to be aware of the fact that his dad is dead, he remembers that. Yeah. But he can't fathom that. His dad is a hallucination. Instead, he thinks, I must be dead too. I took too much DPH.
1: Honestly, a lot it's a logical. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: So he's he asks his father, like, Am I dead? And his dad's like, nah, no, you're not. So then they just like sit together and they kind of ignore all the other shadow people in the room. And they, they sit together smoking cigarettes and talking. And he finds that his his phantom cigarette, every time he like looks away, suddenly becomes full again. Like he has a never ending cigarette. Oh, which God. Is cool. <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly the room is quiet and nobody's there. And he realizes that the window has moths all over it. And he has this feeling that all the things that were in the room were actually like the moths somehow, like projecting oh. themselves into the room. Oh, wow. Which is a crazy thought. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was just like weird shadows, like literally just shadows that he just turned into. Wow.
2: Yeah. Yep. So that's his first trip.
1: Uh, I like that he he says that there's tacos crawling on his sheets.
2: Yeah. Well, that's.
1: It's a nice break.
2: Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. I was going to say that must have been a nice relief, although that would also be I mean, surreal.
1: Yeah. But like and bizarre in a fun way. Yeah. Have <laughs> a good taco.
2: Yeah. All right, on to the next. So, for some reason, Cedric, like, didn't learn his lesson, you know? Jesus. Because I guess if you're willing to take 1,800 milligrams, then, I mean, fuck it. You're in pretty deep.
1: Yeah, but this was actually posted before the the last one. Oh, you're right. Two years. So, we don't know when this happened. Yeah, this so must he, have even he must have been
2: doing this. Uh, I ordered them by dosage, but... Chronologically,
1: well, this this trip happened in 2010. Like maybe the last one was even earlier than that. There's yeah, no I don't know. It's te- true. Yeah. It's
2: true. That's when it was posted. Who knows when it happened? So yeah, Cedric he outdoes himself. Decides mm-hmm. to bump it up by another 200 milligrams and do Jesus. an entire grams.
1: Oh my fucking god! He
2: says don't do it unless you want to end up in the hospital while being threatened by your inner demons. And feeling the most unbearable pain in your chest, thinking you could die any second, because you could.
1: That's fucking 80. Yeah. What in the hell? Yeah. Okay.
2: So, um, I mentioned earlier that it can take, like, hours for the effects to kick in. Uh Uh-uh, not this time. 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Within 20 minutes, he starts seeing some, you know, distortions, auditory hallucinations, um, like ticking of, of clocks and, and scratching that sound kind of distant. He's in a car okay, and he's on his way to the house where he's going to spend the duration of his trip at. He keeps telling his friend, uh, you know, don't interfere with my trip unless I am about to die. Unless I'm in lethal danger, do not do anything. Leave me alone.
1: It shows about his house already in that state.
2: Yeah. just in the car. He's noticing that his memory span is becoming shorter. The auditory hallucinations are becoming louder. Mm -hmm. And he's also getting, like, this high-pitched sound in his ear. Then he realizes that he can barely move and his vision is glitching. Things keep flashing and freezing in his vision. Sometimes he wouldn't see anything at all for a split second. And he tells this to his friend because it's like how are you going to get in the house, bro? And his friend's just like, you got to do it. Yeah. So, uh, carefully, he manages to get into the house feeling extremely heavy. Like his feet are sinking into the floor. His friend leaves him alone in the room (laughs) and he's just like sitting there. Room is melting. The furniture has all these like bright outlines around it. Yeah. Which is interesting. Also, Crawling sensation all over him.
1: <laughs>
2: like vision flashing, covered in spider webs. Oh, fun. That's not hey. a, like, you know the feeling when you're walking through the woods and yeah, you're- I
1: hate a, it. A yeah. spider
2: web? Terrible. Being covered in that? Fuck that.
1: Dude, this whole episode, we're, we're just talking about sensations that make my skin fucking crawl. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so like- I am so, tense like, right now. <laughs> he would use his hands to sort of like- Move the webs like he could feel them, and then they would just regenerate almost immediately. He had yeah. like this sticky sensation all over himself, like he's just covered in spider webs. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a knock at the window, and he turns, and there's some music coming mm. from outside, kind of like what he heard during his last trip. It's not Tiny Dancer, <laughs> it's the remix. Oh, shit. Strangely familiar and similar to the music he heard during the last trip. Yeah. And at the window, there's this creature that says, Let's go, Cedric. Oh, no. Fuck. So, uh, yeah, he just climbs out the fucking window. <laughs> it's really hard to walk. So he's probably just like, honestly, he's probably like crawl. Who knows what he's doing? Yeah. Um, Everything is grainy. The thing about DPH is that a lot of people do it at nighttime because during the day, your eyes are so dilated that the sunlight is too painful to even be yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On LSD, you want to be outside. That's the best visuals. You're watching the trees sway, whatever, looking at the clouds. DPH, you get your visuals in the darkness. That's <laughs> I mean, when all this shit yeah, pops out. Well, you can't even close that's, your that's eyes. That's all of them, man. People yeah. don't know when their eyes are closed or open because they are in such a hallucinatory dream Fucking state. Hey. Like you, the darkness won't provide any relief. Yeah. That's when all the stuff is going to come out. So he's just outside in the dark sense of time distorted. All
1: fucked.
2: Yeah. Who, who even knows where, where he is or how far he's gotten out of his house. He kept, he keeps blacking out, of course, but he's, he's going towards the music, following the creature. He sees some lights, maybe torches around the trees, a bunch of moths around the lights, The air is just full of moths landing on him in his face, knowing the shit out of him. And finally, they get to a clearing. There's a bunch of people there. It's his relatives. Mm. They're all dressed in black. There's also some people there that he doesn't know. But his relatives are all there. They're all just like looking at him super blank. And uh, he feels guilty and fearful. Yeah. Because the family members that were there were ones who had passed on and he felt like they all knew that he was only there because he had taken this drug and yeah, that yeah. this like, creature had brought him there and they were disapproving of it. And then all of a sudden there's this crackling sound and a big white flash. The creature disappears and now everyone's just walking around and... Talking and, you know, socializing and it's like Cedric's not even there. Yeah, yeah. And he just sits down in the grass. So after that, he notices like this this little black dot moving through the grass. Yeah, yeah. And then he starts noticing a bulge moving under his shirt.
1: Oh, my God. He starts
2: smacking it. Big black rat.
1: Oh, Big my God. Big old black
2: rat falling out of his sleeve. And, and like when it fell out, it looked pretty dead. But then just like the cigarette that would regenerate itself, so would this rat that yeah. would crawl up his yeah, shirt yeah, yeah. and then like get out of his shirt, crawl up his shirt, which um, he did not like. Yeah. Uh, eventually, he just started like beating the rat until it turned into like this rubber black goo. Oh my but God. But its legs were still moving. And after that, it, it did not come back, but he would keep seeing its like little gooey distorted body. This is
1: horrible. Legs. I This is just bothering me so much.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so after the goo rat, yeah. he's still in like this field or wherever he is. He could just be like, he could still be in his bedroom for all he knows. Yeah. <laughs> he stands up. He walk. He I don't know, he goes somewhere. Maybe walks around a little, crawls around. He moseys. He moseys around, yeah. He's approached by his mom. Oh, good. And she's crying. Yeah. Why did you do this, Cedric? We warned you. And I bet they did, too. His parents have to know. Probably. Oh, yeah. Fucking habit. Uh, he's like, don't worry, Mom. I'll be just fine. And then all of a sudden, all the other people there freeze. And he starts hearing voices going, we warned you. What have oh, you done? God, that's so terrifying. Like, none of these people's lips are moving either, but he can hear all these voices. And the longer he looks, the more distorted they get until, like, all of them have Bug eyes, and their arms are like extending and reaching the ground. Their limbs are like stretching, and then boom, another flash, and he's just in his f- front yard, and his friend is there. His friend Martin, from who, yeah, you know, in the car, right? And uh, Martin's like, "Dude, are you all right? You've been standing here for ages." And he's looking at Martin. Martin's got spiders in his oh, hair. My God. <laughs> Cedric tries to say yes, but his mouth is so fucking dry. Yeah. So that's basically right after he gets out of the car.
1: He never went in the house in the first place.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which so like the thing knocking on the window, he never oh. went inside. The creature never knocked on the window. He never crawled out of the window. He never walked to a field.
1: Fuck mate. None of that. Ugh. Yeah. Wow. Fun. Fun stuff.
2: Right. And the next day, he's still f- tripping. Jesus. Like. Yeah. Not a fun time.
1: Fucking Hatman. Yeah. That weirds me out.
2: So many people have seen Hat Man. There's a whole fucking movie about it. I don't remember
1: Hat seeing Hat Man. It's just a creature. It's a thing that I doodled as a kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was a thing. Like, I never. Well, it is. Yeah. Like, like as a kid, kid. Like, yeah. I just doodle this fucking thing. I mean, actually, I guess sometimes he's friendly. I've sometimes
2: he's mean. Yeah, there's Hat Hatman shows up in a lot of different trip reports and a lot of different like paranormal stories. Yeah, I
1: mean, well, he obviously sounds stories. like the like the Man in Black from like you know devil or. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Recently, Aaron Rodgers had a Hatman experience where yeah. he took fucking ayahuasca in Peru and like Hatman has been haunting him. Oh, you jackass! Holding like a dead rabbit. Like, following him <laughs> around
1: or something. Yeah. So, um, do we... Uh, Cedric, though, is he... Do we, do we never hear from him again after that?
2: No. That, wow. That's all, that's all I know of Cedric or was able to find. Fucking hey, Yeah? Yeah, how about that?
1: Yeah, I wish they knew, like, how his body was fucked up after that. You know what I mean? Oh, we know.
2: Fucking holes in his brain. Yeah. Liver...
1: Liver kidney's destroyed. Yeah. Yep. Jesus. Okay.
2: Yeah. So if it hasn't already been made clear, Benadryl DPH is, it, I mean, it's abused by people of all ages. <laughs> it's a, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, an all ages drug. It's a trash um,
1: ass way to get high.
2: Yeah. You but you should not do. A lot of underage people with underdeveloped brains. Yep that are absolutely incapable of conceiving how their current decisions impact their bodies for the rest of their lives. Yep. Got the idea that it would be cool to do Benadryl from TikTok last year. Oh, in excellent. 2021. Yeah, the Benadryl Challenge.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. There's kids ODing all over the country. Some died.
1: What the fuck, dude?
2: Right. Yeah.
1: The Benadryl Challenge. The Mm -hmm. the TikTok chat, we're fucked, dude.
2: I know. We're fucked. I know. It's so fucked. I found one YouTube video of a mom, like, whose daughter is in the hospital at the time of her recording the video, and she's holding up her daughter's school photo and, like, crying and just, like, begging people, like, don't do this. Like, monitor what your kids do on social media. Like, limit their social media. (laughs) Make sure you know what they're up to. Because yeah. it's like, it's just a fucking thing that you have in your house, too. You know, like, yeah. like her daughter was only 13. There wasn't any drugs or alcohol in her system. Otherwise, she'd never done anything else. But, you know, she was on TikTok a lot.
1: I mean, there's two things going on here. One, the the excess, right? Yeah. Like back in my day, back in my fucking day, you're going to do stupid trash drugs. You take it slow and low. Yeah. You know? Even then. Low and low. Even then you knew not to be a goddamn idiot. Because if you if you were gonna find out about goddamn diphenhydramine, it's cause you had to be already interested in drugs. You had to go to Arrowhead. You had to be fucking reading Arrowhead. And you're
2: going to do the dose.
1: Yeah, you're going to, like, you know, you're, you're <laughs> already trying to be a pseudo-idiot scientist about this, right? Like, fucking TikTok. You're just scrolling through, swiping up the fucking app that you have to hit back twice to get out of it. Because that's just how goddamn evil it is. All of a sudden, you can be like, oh, it's is a better job challenge. Eat a bunch of betters have a good time with no fucking prior goddamn knowledge of, psychonautics or fucking whatever all of a sudden you're destroying yourself
2: there was one county in texas that had three teenagers overdose in one week at their hospital what in the living one week are we doing like it it was really like it spiked yeah you know like it it was a big thing the fact that like there was three in one week in this small like
1: yeah yeah and i mean the other thing is that this is an, an inevitable consequence of the fucking drug war Like it just, it just is because you, 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 you demonize all the substances that people enjoy doing. Yeah. It makes it seem obviously like the legal stuff, the stuff that's just on every shelf is just fine and safe when it's, no, it's an anti-cholinergic. Right. It's, it's a synthetic version of the shit they were tested on our fucking army boys at Edgewood.
2: Right. And I so wish I tried to find some of the TikToks from yeah. last year because I want to see... There was some included in, um like, a, a news report that I found. But, like, it looks like it really romanticizes it.
1: Motherfucker, dude. You
2: know, it makes it look like it's, you know, like a, a fun, cool thing. And the challenge was, like, take 12 to 14 or something like that. Or which, not. Yeah, don't. But especially if you're, like, a 13-year-old and you weigh, like, fucking 100 pounds. Yeah, dude. That shit... Like her daughter didn't know who she was, didn't yeah. didn't remember her name, so that brings us to our tarot card. I think.
1: Yeah, like it does
2: because Temperance in the Rider Waite deck in the Major Arcana it comes after death. Yeah, you know it's like the the angel after death, which I feel like you could apply here.
1: Well, I will, uh, the, the death doesn't mean death.
2: No, it doesn't. Know. It no, I don't mean literal death, yeah. but I mean like. Going to Ariel, you know, like that type. Yeah. Like if you survive that and you learn the lessons that you need to. I don't
1: think that place teaches any lessons. I don't think this drug teaches any lessons.
2: No, it doesn't. Yeah. What comes after it does? (sighs) I guess.
1: I just, I feel like (sighs) there's, you, you can do, you can do drugs safely. It's about having respect for it. Yeah. It's about like. You temper a sword in fire, right? You you, you heat that shit up, you fold mm-hmm. more metal into it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you can fuck that up by doing it wrong. Like it's a very careful, very fucking specific process. Yeah. Like you don't just fucking eat shit. You know? No. Like, god damn it. And like I, I feel like there's a it 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 in some way it speaks to the fucking breakdown of our fucking society and like the 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 inherent weakness now. We don't understand that things do things that fucking. Yeah. Oh, it's Benadryl, it's fine. It's got the nice pink label on it. It's pretty pink. Comes pink. from a company. It's great.
2: Yeah. You know? It's over the counter. How bad can it be?
1: It is it's like this is the consequence of like
2: the like, dose makes the poison.
1: First it was Xanax and shit. Now it's like moved on even fucking farther. Yeah. I don't know. I'm having a hard time putting into words like the the awfulness. I just I feel like the this tr- like the trend, like especially like the TikTok shit, it speaks to something that's so deeply, deeply wrong.
2: Absolutely. You know? Really wrong.
1: Yeah, and it's like it's hard to put into words because it's the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's the whole fucking thing. I don't know, man. It's you got to be able to synthesize. Like to me, temperance is about s- synthesis. It is. It's a combination yeah. of things, and like you got to synthesize like the desire mm-hmm. for freedom, for for escape, for for exploring yeah. your consciousness and yes. shit with like responsibility. You have to have when you're going into the unknown. You have to take a fucking responsibility for it. Yeah. Look at homeboy who fucked a shadow demon. Yes. He did it right. Like, I hate to say it. I fucking, <laughs> like, don't true, do though. that. Don't do any of that. Don't do not do that. Yeah. But it sounds like he wasn't his first rodeo. He actually had it a sitter in there. The doses were low. Mm-hmm. You know? He had a plan. <laughs> he had thought about this. Yeah. Brought a backup pen.
2: He had an illumination device, uh, yeah. battery power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fucking make sure your shoes are laced, man. Like, you can, you can fuck up. Mm-hmm. have have respect and take responsibility for things it's right important.
2: like to me so temperance it's not like a reward after yeah. doing something bad yeah i'm not saying that no no it's the the period of reflection after
1: yeah integration
2: yes yeah standing on water yeah so
1: yeah i, I but I, I i think something that's that's always struck me as problematic with the anticholinergic drugs like Mm data and stuff is that it does, it seems hard to integrate those experiences. Yeah. As opposed to say like the, the tryptamines or the phenethylamines like LSD mushrooms or, uh, you know, the amphetamines or like mescaline on the phenethylamine side.
2: I think so. I love that. Um, are these daffodils?
1: Yeah. shit, They could be fucking, uh, Jim, like the angel trumpets. Yeah. I mean, they might actually just be angel trumpets. They could be,
2: but even angel trumpets or daffodils plus the water, Yeah, you know, and I, I always connect daffodils with like the story of Narcissus. Yeah. 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 Um, so that idea of like this, this drug will take you into your own personal nightmare realm. Like, if you're scared of spiders, that's what that's what you're going to see. Like, whatever yeah. you're scared of is what you're going to see. It's like a mirror into your own fears. Yeah. And some people really enjoy looking in that mirror and can't pull themselves away from it for some reason, even though it's horrifying.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I,
2: I guess they would rather look at that than look away. I don't know.
1: Well, I th- and I think, well, I think it also is, um, I mean, dude... Kids don't fucking get into trouble anymore, right? The, the way like we did. Yeah, we used to fuck around so hard. We 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 had this party once when we had a half day at school. We were going in for the second half, so like it was like test taking day or something. There's there was a party with like fifty kids. Started at six a.m. <laughs> Got shit hammered. Oh, of I had course. designated drivers for sure. Made sure to. We, there was four games of beer pong going at seven a.m. Mm-hmm. Half the senior class showed up to school, three sheets to the wind, completely fucked up. Someone got in trouble for it, got suspended. Fuck yeah. You know, that's what happens. His ass showed up in a Tigger costume from Winnie the Pooh. He yeah. was the last one to show up and he showed up in a Tigger costume, drunk off his fucking ass, knowing exactly what was coming for him. Yes. You know, and we would do stupid shit that could very easily hurt us. But like, I, I, I feel like there's a, there's a level of fucking, um, level of safety concerns for our youth. That forces them into eating right. fucking Benadryl to get high.
2: Yeah. And you'll notice also on the temperance card in the Rider Waite deck. Yeah. This angel has one foot in the water, one foot on land. Yeah. And that's really the approach that you need to take. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
2: it's, it's sad that people are so bored and unsatisfied with reality. Yeah. That they would rather uh, do this.
1: Yeah. Instead of.
2: I mean, I get that reality sucks sometimes. Just eating some
1: fucking acid like an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now.
2: Come on now.
1: Oh, man.
2: Fucking. So, yeah. Now we did an episode about Benadryl.
1: Yeah, we did. I mean, it's fascinating. Right. Real weird. And like, you know, also, I mean, the thing is, uh, I don't think, I don't know if we really stress this, but like it has been used in like shamanism and shit. Yes. Like anticholinergics are a shamanic type drug because that's uh-huh. the type of experience it is yeah it's not happy good time fun tripping it's balls not,
2: it's not take it and go to school yeah
1: it's not tripping balls it's it's this shamanic journey into the fucking underworld and that's really just not something to be taken lightly mm-hmm. something not to be taken at all really unless you're a very specific type of person that doesn't really exist too much anymore. hamilton morris Let him do it. Tell you about it. It's fine. Yeah. You know, he gets paid for that shit.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, folks, we got a Patreon.
1: We do. Should we uh, do Patreon shoutouts? Let's fucking do it. Yeah.
2: I don't have the names.
1: I I do. I do. I got some names. Yeah, we have a Patreon. And on that Patreon, you can get access for only $5 a month and only $5, no more, no less, to our bonus episodes where we go more in in depth, behind the scenes, exclusivity, Talk about shit we're researching, how it connects, and uh, do that stuff. I think we've got two up at this point. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's patreon.com slash the nonsense bizarre. I would really appreciate it. It was some you fun to- stuff over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got some cool ideas. Uh, yes. yeah. yeah. Follow us on all the things.
2: Give us a rating and a review. Yeah. Find us on Twitter, on Instagram. I think we have a Facebook, but who uses Facebook?
1: Yeah, no, It's it's there. It is there. I, it auto posts all the things. Yeah. Yep. And thanks for Alrighty, listening, guys. Folks. We'll be back next week with some more fucking intolerable bullshit. Oh, it, yeah. It's just weirdly the same vibe. I didn't mean to do that, but it's Oh yeah. Totally You're going to want to tune in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to get weird.
2: All right. Peace out. All right.
1: Peace, guys.